Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, where your source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development, where we share original research, explore industry trends, and interview executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We hope you join us often for practitioner-oriented content around all things related to leadership, HR, talent management, organizational development, and change management. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Please subscribe, leave a review, comment, share, and consider supporting the podcast on Patreon, even at the producer and sponsorship levels. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Lou Everett and Sherry McManus about six things a leader should do every day. Everett and Sherry McManus, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Glad to be here, Jonathan. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it is a pleasure to be with you. Uh, today, we're going to be having a really wonderful conversation around what leaders should be doing each and every day to really benefit their teams, to strive to fulfill their own potential, and to ultimately help their organizations to be more successful. As we get started, I wanted to share Lou and Sherry's bio with everybody. Lou Everett and Sherry McManus are known for their highly effective coaching, teaching, and speaking on the importance of personal growth and how it impacts our influence as a leader. With more than four decades of combined experience in training, coaching, and leadership, they also have received training and mentoring from well-known and successful coaches and teachers. Their mission is to transform today's leaders by serving people and businesses through leadership coaching, corporate training, empowerment speaking, and personal development. Now, I could go on and on, but I'm going to pause there. Uh, Is there anything else you would like to share with listeners about your backgrounds before we dive on into the conversation? No, just that, uh, again, together we've got that. We're actually now almost five decades of experience in the the leadership space. Uh, Sherry and I are a husband and wife, which is also a rarity in business today. Uh, We started our business in 2005 originally. Um, We did this in a way, uh, we just started dating, moved in together, and started a business. Uh, I don't recommend that you do this, just starting out in a relationship, but I will tell you, it it, it told us whether or not we were going to work or not. And we're still here, so it worked. Uh, we, We figured it out. Wow. Uh, trial by fire, crash course in multifaceted in. relationships. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Jump in. I don't know how she tolerated me the whole time, but she did. <laughs> Anything you would like to add, Sherry? No, I think that that's really good. We both have uh, very unique stories, uh, you know, getting to the point that we have. Uh, so it's it's fascinating. And a lot of folks have are very intrigued the fact that we are a husband and wife duo and have a successful business. So people are very intrigued about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that is wonderful. Um, and I, I think like in my family, my wife and I are both um, educators, both professors, and we both teach at the same university. 
Um, and that's still that kind of proximity in the workplace yeah. uh, sometimes feels a little much <laughs> you know, when we're around each other all day. I, of course, we love each other um, and, and, you know, we, we work well together. But yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. It, yeah. there's a reason why people often don't work with family. That's right. <laughs> there, is, there are multiple reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And we wonderful. just ignored those and just jumped in. <laughs> you're, you're very brave or, or sometimes as people tell me, my wife and I, we have six children. So they, they always, you know, people will say, whoa, you're so brave to have so many children. We say, well, we're either brave or we're insane. So I'll That's say it. the same. Same thing to you. You're you're either brave or yeah. insane or a mix of the two. Probably, right. probably a nice right. blend of the two. More on the insane side for me, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, as we as we dive on into the main topic of conversation, not just your insanity, um, <laughs> let, we're going to focus on uh, really what leaders can and should be doing each and every day. Now, I know that you focus a lot on what you say are the six things leaders should do every day. Um, so I'm curious what those specific six things are. But even if we just zoom out a little bit and just talk about, yeah, what are the, the regular things that mm-hmm. people need to be focusing on? Because we get so caught up in the grind. It's so easy to just be a leader who's running around, not actually leading, but micromanaging or, or just running around putting out fires sure. uh, and not doing any of the strategic stuff or the relationship building stuff or you know those other things that leaders should be doing and if we're not super intentional about it we can easily get sucked in to the mm-hmm. daily grind and all of a sudden we're not actually doing much of anything that really defines leadership we're just kind right. of administrating we're managing uh and and falling into that trap so mm-hmm. what are let's lay out what those six things are that you like to focus on and then we can start to dissect them a bit Mm-hmm. Yeah, these six things are are things that we've narrowed it down to, right? That that okay, these are if we were to take and just talk organically about these things, and you're going to see uh, what that that this all makes sense. Now, there's other things I'm sure we can add to this, uh, but they generally will fall within these six levels or these six main topics. As we go through this, we we created this in a way where it's gonna. It's, it's what we call it's a mnemonic, right? It's a, basically each one of these actually spells out a word and you're going to catch on to what that what that word really is, uh, which will help kind of remember that hopefully. And if not, Sherry has a really cool thing uh, that we can we can uh, knock out. I believe that uh, uh, one of our mentors had mentioned too that would help us remember. I believe it's uh, there's an acronym that'll help too. So let's let's go ahead. I think the first one I'm gonna. I think you should do this because you, yeah. you're very big on the personal development piece of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll let you take that one. I think this is a, a good one. Yeah. So the first one is actually learn. We actually have to learn every day. Now, granted, some these things are nothing that we haven't heard before, but you have to be open, right? You know, don't sit back and be like, oh, yeah, that sounds so simple. Mm. Well, it can be that simple. Uh, it, it doesn't have to be complicated. So we always encourage us to learn every day. So as you go throughout your day, look for ways to learn, right? You know, whether it's an observation, whether it's reading or even a training. So there's just something five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, whatever that you can do to keep your, your uh, mind going. Yeah. And and I think learning that's gotta be one of the foundational pieces, right. Mm -hmm. Of what it means to be a, a, a good impactful leader. We have to have a growth mindset and we have to recognize that 
in this uncertain world full of complexity and messiness and the rate and pace of change is just accelerating. Like we either have to continually be developing and learning and growing, or we're going to be obsolete. And we're just not going to have organizations that matter that have any relevance in the world or add any actual value to the marketplace. And so learning has to be foundational. Now, again, because people so often are so busy, they're running around like chickens with their heads cut off, putting out fires all day. It can uh-huh. seem really daunting to try to think I need to learn today. Um, but mm-hmm. as you mentioned, it, you know, yes, sometimes that means you're going to like a, a workshop or a, a training session or a retreat. Those things take more time. But, mm-hmm. you know, there, there are simple things we can do each and every day. And sometimes it's in five minute increments. And don't, right. don't ever forget the power of things like podcasts or TED Talks or like all of these free resources that are out there, rich, mm-hmm. full of content that's going to be valuable to you. Uh, one of the things that I, you know, it's been, I don't know, 10 years or so now that I just got into a daily habit of just, you know, what's the TED Talk of the day that I'm going to mm-hmm. listen to? And sometimes they're kind of tangential, like not any direct connection to what I do but I always gain insights and they always are inspiring and will influence me in some way. So just whatever it is for you, look for those opportunities. Yeah, that's a very good point. I know that one of the, what I, what I, what I do to still to this day, I, I make, we have to make time for this stuff. as a leader. You've got, if you're not a, a leader in yourself, you can't lead other people, right? You're only going to be able to give at the limit of your own growth. So you've got to grow in order to grow the team and people that you lead. And at lunch, if you have a half an hour, it's funny, I told this to I, I, mm-hmm. one of our uh, the clients as well, it, during your lunch hour or half an hour, whatever you get, and I, before I could even finish that sentence, so what do you, lunch, what do you talk? I don't have time for, well, there's a problem there. And when it comes down to it, it's about self-management, not time management. And so self-manage, plant your time for the time that you're supposed to care for yourself during that lunchtime. And for me, what I was encouraged is during that 30 minutes, whatever time you have, find a series, whether it's a podcast or a video series, whichever works best for you or a book. Take that moment. I always thought watching a video series during lunch while I can eat it at my desk. If we don't want to separate from our desk, okay, but let's separate from other things and grow ourselves, right? So there's ways to do it. Don't make excuses, just make it happen when it comes down to learning. Yeah. And, you know, you also mentioned maybe this is one of your other six, but self-care is really, really important. And so things like someone saying, I never have time to eat. Oh my goodness, that is very problematic (laughs) for a variety of reasons. Um, But certainly if you don't have time to pause and think and self-reflect and do things like learn, but also just disconnect for a minute and recharge your batteries and just some of those basic things, there are going to be other bigger problems. And it's not just about you. So you may think, well, I'm just so busy. I, I just have to power through. But remember that you're setting an example for your team. And so if everyone sees you working through lunch, guess what your team's going to end up doing? They're going to end up working through lunch. And then you're going to have a bunch of stressed out, high anxiety, burnt out people rather than productive, innovative team members like you want. And, you know, maybe it's at your computer uh, while you're eating. Maybe you get up and you put in a podcast in your earbuds and you walk around and eat. Uh, or whatever, right? Whatever. Mm-hmm. But just make sure you're taking the time, make sure you're doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 
Very important stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. So that was number one, learn, right? So it starts with an L, learn. So right, if, if the listeners write this down because it's going to spell out a word for us here. So learn. The second one is experience every day. So as you're learning, which we've talked about this a little bit, as you're learning, you want to put into practice and experience the outcomes and the influence that it has on other people that are around you. Because once we've learned and we're continuing to grow ourselves and we learn, then other people begin to see it based upon how then we have enacted. Learning is about practicing what we've listened to, watched, read, not just listen, watch, read, and put it away. It's an action. So that what we do is we then begin to influence those around us. So let's experience that. Let's see that moment when that happens. And so uh, and what you were saying, Jonathan, every one of these six things has everything to do with self-care as a leader. Everything does, uh, because it all begins, or whether it's the the science about being a leader, or whether it's about the power skills, we call it, of being a leader, it's still all self-care. Uh, so we want to take the time as we learn to put it into practice and experience what those outcomes are. That's the second one. Yeah. And without application, without the experience piece, are we really learning? Probably not. Um, certainly, we're not having impact. So so the experience piece is so vital. All right. Yeah. Number three. And that leads right into yeah. this one. Yeah. I was just going to say, you actually kind of hit the nail on the head. So you need to apply every day, right? So we learn every day. We experience every day. And then next is apply every day. So you got to take what we've learned, take what we experience. And then actually apply what worked and what didn't work, and then to make the difference in others. So we have a great example of this where we were networking and we were meeting this gentleman and he was so like happy of reading of this particular business book, right? He's like, oh, you guys got to read it. It comes with an action guide. It is fantastic. We're like, great. We're like, so how did that work out for you? Oh, I didn't even do the action guide. I didn't even finish the book. (laughs) happens all the time yeah it's like wow so we wouldn't even remember what the book was because we were too busy laughing deep down like we're like whoa like wait a minute you need to apply so that's what happens you know I, I know I can speak for myself where you know you read a book and it's so great and then we don't do anything about it we don't apply it to mm-hmm. our own right we, we it's kind of shelf help book is what I call or we apply it. it to others and not ourselves yeah I'd apply it to others that's easy ourselves, to do right <laughs> Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Academy. Courses, micro-credentials, and certificates to upskill and reskill for the future of work. All HCI Academy courses, micro-credentials, and certificates are designed, developed, and delivered by award-winning and internationally renowned scholars, educators, thought leaders, executives, and practitioners. Our courses, micro-credentials, and certificates will help you make your mark on the future of work and make an immediate impact in your organizations check out the HCI Academy and our many course offerings and certificates to upskill and reskill for the future of work. Check out our new weekly LinkedIn newsletter, Alchemizing Human Capital, exploring industry trends via original research and interviews with executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We look forward to having you join us.
Yeah, that's um, way easier to do, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> In our minds, like, oh yeah, well that person needs it. Oh well, that that applies to that person, but well, maybe, maybe, but it doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't apply to you. Right? Yeah, and I have no control over that person. I do have control over myself. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, yeah right on the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Seeing that, right? We got learn, which is L. E, experience, A is apply. Those are our three. So we probably are catching on where we're going here, <laughs> which would bring us to the fourth one, which is develop. So we need to develop now yourself and others every single day. All this kind of, if you notice, it plays in together. So we've done all these things. We need to now develop others and ourselves. So through our application as a leader, from what you have learned, what you've experienced, Continue to find ways to develop yourself and those that you lead. Again, it comes down to if the whole purpose of a leader is to develop other leaders. That is truly our goal. Whether they're going to be a leader in position or not, they can certainly learn how to lead themselves. And the way we do that is we've got to lead ourselves first. We're only going to be able to give that to other people at our own level of growth. And unless we do that and develop who we are, we cannot develop them above us. That's a big thing that leaders try to do today, turning people into something that they themselves as a leader are not. But we see this all the time. It's like, well, I love them. They're the best coach ever, or they're the best manager or leader or whatever ever, because they never ask me to do anything that they haven't done or will do themselves. And these people believe this because that leader has developed themselves in a way and shown that as an example. So other people are influenced by it. So they do what they want. They do what the leader wants because they want to, not because they have to. Yeah. That's develop. Yeah. And and I think of the connection between leadership and followership here. Uh, And to your point, the, the, the hallmark of a really great leader, of course, a leader wants to be impactful. They want to achieve things with and through their teams. Uh, They Mm -hmm. want their team to be successful. And that's the mark of a leader. So like right now, we're in the middle of March Madness. You think about like the really successful coaches, right? Obviously, the really successful coaches win games. They win uh, conference titles. They win tournaments. They win championships, right? So we think of the great coaches and we think about like collectively as a team, they're winning. But Mm -hmm. how else do we think about the great coaches? In sports, we think about the great leaders of great coaches in terms of their lasting impact in the lives of the players. We think about it in terms of uh, how they train up other coaches who then will eventually leave their staff and go out and coach their own teams and the success that they have. So we think about kind of the, 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 uh, the, their tentacles of impact, right? And it's the same thing within organizations. If I'm an effective leader, yes, I'm, I'm achieving results with my team in the here and now that's important of course, but what's even more important, probably a mark of an even greater leader are those who are strengthening their bench, those who are building up the capacities and helping uh, their, their people fulfill their potential, and, and those who create the next generation of leaders. Yes. And that's all about development. And we cannot forget about that. And again, I, I've said it now a couple of times, but if, if we're just in crisis mode as a leader, it, we're not actually mm-hmm. leading. Um, we're, we're, we're just putting out fires. We're just managing the the situation. (laughs) We're not leading. We're not developing. We don't have time to even think about really developing our people. Uh, and so we have to be able to step back to reevaluate and to focus on what's going to help not only us learn and grow each and every day, what's going to help our people learn and grow each and every day. 
That's a good point. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love the followership piece because a, a, an, a an excellent leader is an excellent follower as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where they've come from. I think that's very important to know. And actually being intentional. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. Yeah. There's so many folks that are have those fires and have playing whack-a-mole every single day. I get it. We've been there, done that. However, if you want long lasting for your team and for yourself, you have to be intentional to carve out just a little bit of time so you can develop yourself and can develop uh, your team to whatever best productivity that may be. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I should say, you know, you're, you're, I, I should acknowledge that there are time, there's a time and a place to deal with emergencies. So you need to, oh, yes. you need to have the ability to do that. You need to lead through crisis, right? Yeah. So sometimes crisis. you do have to put out fires. I'm not trying to, to say that you never have to do that, but if that's all you're doing, every day then it's a it's a huge huge problem that's because we're being reactive at that point right it's it's like it's like instead of the instead of the 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 farmer and the and the agriculturist going out and 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 seeding and and developing trees in the forest they're putting out the forest fires or they're the firemen instead instead of figuring out it it doesn't work right you're always going to constantly be doing other things besides what you are there to do and that is to develop other people so yes you're right the bottom line is important fires are going to happen you've got to make it be able to work and and manage and lead through crisis but you also have to understand that crisis should not be happening every single day minute it needs to be managed and uh, that is what needs to be managed people need to be led yeah perfect perfect yeah all right number five Number five. Yep. So the number five is evaluate every day. So through our development, you must evaluate the real impact and the effectiveness, right? So we've gone through the learning, we've gone through the experience, we've gone to the application and the apply. Now we're developing, but now you have to evaluate to figure out what is using the best of the influence that you have on others so they can you can make the adjustments and, and to keep your ego aside. This is a key, key thing. You said the big three word letter word there. I know ego. (laughs) We have to put our ego aside. Um, So many times that we've gone to organizations that they want to hear from everyone. They want to have all these wonderful things, but then there's nothing that goes forward. They hear it, but they don't really listen. And that's where the ego comes in. They're afraid to hear something. Um, they're afraid that their ego is going to be bruised a little bit. And it's it's the whole like, oh, it's not about me, right? Well, we have to put that aside if we really want to see and be influential is to, is to hear, is to hear and to listen. This is a very important part of this evaluation. Mm-hmm. And that could mean, and, and it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, Jonathan, about learning, right? Because how do we learn? Well, it, at worst case scenario, at the end of every day, when you've arrived home or on your way home, or if you're working in your home office, the last five, 10, 15 minutes after you've done, finished everything else, take and reflect. Reflect on what, what went on that day. That's evaluation. What, what worked? What didn't work? What could you do better tomorrow? Because if we're not going to be better today than we were yesterday, then we're doing something wrong. We've, we've got to do that that evaluation to make that happen so we make adjustments because if we are not progressing and we are not growing and we're not evaluating how in your right mind do you believe that you can tell the people that you lead to do the same thing it's going to come back around to you in a way that it's going to become a fire because you're not developing the way you're supposed to hence back to the the develop so evaluation is extremely important we need our ego for self-confidence 
fully to put it in check and keep it balanced so that we can then listen to what didn't work and be okay with making a failure moment and changing that into something positive. But we can't do that unless we evaluate it. Yeah, yeah. And it does take a level of maturity and security, right? Humility too, right? And Mm -hmm. humility. And I think of people Mm -hmm. who are leading through ego. And most of the time, they're some of the more insecure people that I know they're blustery, like they're, it's this folks confidence and they're trying, you know, they're trying to convince everyone around them um, that they know everything or that they, they have everything under control rather right. than just acknowledging, you know, the messiness and the complexity and leaning on their people for input, for insight and to collectively work towards a solution. Uh, when you can check your ego, you can have some humility and, and be secure in those relationships with your people, then you mm-hmm. don't feel so threatened by input that other people might be giving you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed 100%. That's a very, very good point um, mm-hmm. about ego. A very good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it'll, right. it'll, it'll affect other people around us. <laughs> yes. All right. And finally, number six. Yeah. Number six. <laughs> number six is uh, repeat. So we've got learn. We've got experience, we've got apply, we've got develop, we have evaluate, and we have repeat. Obviously, it spells leader, okay? Mm -hmm. This is the the mnemonic we're talking about, spells leader. So repeating the same thing every day. And it sounds like a lot. I can do this every day. Well, in the beginning, if you're not knowing if you're doing this or not, just have a checklist. Did I learn today? Did I experience that I apply? What did I do? And make a note of that in your reflection. After a while, it becomes something you do just you just do these every day repeat these every day so you want to make sure you learn make sure you experience what you've learned make sure you have applied what you've learned what worked identify what didn't work develop yourself others and those around you evaluate repeatedly every single day yeah and that is a leader that's fantastic i love it uh, a really really helpful simple way to understand some of these things we need to be doing consistently. And again, it's a, it's about laying the foundation. Are there other things? Of course, there are other things, Um, but it's, it's all about building relationships of mutual accountability and trust and doing some of the simple things each and every day. I often tell people, you know, leadership there's an art to it, uh, but it's not rocket science. Like so many of the things we talk about that I talk about when I'm coaching or when I'm doing consulting work or trainings, um, it's it's like the same kinds of things um, over and over and over again. And people have heard them before. And nothing that you just shared is is like earth shattering, brand new stuff. Right. We, but we it's but we don't do it. We're so like right. inconsistent. That's it. <laughs> we That's just it. we just need to create a pattern and a habit and learn to be consistent with it. And when we can do that, that, I mean, that's half the battle. That's like three quarters of the battle. <laughs> and, and, 100%. and then challenges will happen and there will be new things, but we're, we're then positioned to be able to pivot and to be able to adapt and, and to take on the new challenges as they come. hundred percent, hundred percent agree there. It's not about, again, it's not about we got to stop asking the question or say, we got to stop saying, I've heard this before. I've heard this before as a leader. We need to say, anytime we've heard something before say, how well am I doing this? Mm, yeah. That's the question here. And we say this all the time. How well we're, we're going to, what we go up when we speak in front of people, we go out and we, when we do speaking engagements and we do trainings and we do teachings for organizations, 
Fortune 500 companies. And the first thing we start off is, listen, what you're going to learn in the next however many weeks or hours, whatever we're doing with you, there's going to be a lot of things that you're going to sit back and say, well, I've heard this before. Why am I sitting here? That's that's not the question you should be asking. You shouldn't be you shouldn't be thinking about have I heard this before? It's how 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 good are you doing these things? Yeah. Can you see the results of your actions consistently over time? Because they, like you said, that is where the gold is: is the doing, being consistent, being open to change, being willing to apply all of these things. Uh, everything will fit in. It's a great place to start if you're unsure of whether or not you're really doing what you need to do to grow as a leader. These are certainly, uh, there are most everything you can think of is going to fit in one of these six things. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, it has just been a pleasure. I know at the time I need to let you go here in just a moment. Um, thank you for all of your insights, taking your time and sharing that with me and my listeners. Before we wrap up, I just wanted to give you a chance to share with listeners how they can connect with you, find out more about your work, and then give us the final word on the topic for today. Absolutely. Sure. They can reach out to us. Uh, we're uh, on our website, loueverettgroup.com. We're also on LinkedIn as well as Facebook and Instagram. So feel free, let's connect. And our on our website is actually our scheduler. So feel free to reach out. We'd love to have a conversation. That's what we, we love connecting. Yeah. When, as far as the last note on our topic for today, the reality of it is, and, 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 and any of us that have listeners out there that are leaders, and especially right now, uh, please understand that, 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 that I, first of all, we, we believe in you as a leader. We know what it feels like. We've been in the executive space. We've been in management, whatever titles you want to call them. We've been there, but that's, so it's challenging. It's difficult, especially through crisis. And you know, while we've last couple, two and a half, almost three years have been a very big challenge for every company and business alike. The, re- the reality is that there is a challenge and it's going to take us time to overcome those challenges, but it all begins with you. It all begins with you. And, and, and that's, that's what we're trying to get to here. And we're here to help develop that piece of it, to give you the tips necessary to get you there. Go back to the basics, go back to the foundations of what it's like to be a leader. And you're going to see significant increases and changes in those that you lead. If you get back to those basics. I love it. Thank you both. It has just been a pleasure. I encourage listeners to reach out, get connected, find out more about what the Lou Everett group can do for you. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week. Bluer than indigo leadership the journey of becoming a truly remarkable leader. Early in my adult life, I learned about an Asian proverb that translates as bluer than indigo. If you think about the color indigo, it is a brilliant, deep, and vibrant blue, what some would call the bluest of blues. To have something that is bluer than indigo is rare and truly remarkable. Contrary to popular myth, there is no one-size-fits-all or cookie-cutter approach to effective leadership. There is no silver bullet, no secret sauce, no go-to model that will solve all of your problems. The truth is, great leaders have all had their unique strengths and flaws, and have all had to discover and then pave their own distinctive path in their life's journey to fulfill their leadership potential. Bluer Than Indigo Leadership will help you discover your own path and explore those ordinary, everyday actions that will help you respond to an uncertain future and produce extraordinary results for individuals, teams, and organizations.
check out Human Capital Innovations magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free interactive e-magazine with the mission to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We publish issues quarterly in August, November, February, and May. Take a look at the latest issue and let us know what you think. alchemy of truly remarkable leadership, ordinary everyday actions that produce extraordinary results. Consider how the nature of work has shifted over the past 50 years with increased globalization, rapid technological advancement, and the shift in economic composition. The average job of today looks very different than the average job of 50 years ago. What will the jobs and organizations of tomorrow look like? Moreover, what does this all mean for organizational leaders? What are the core competencies and capabilities of organizations and their leadership that are prepared for continued disruption and geopolitical and socioeconomic shifts? Regardless of what the future holds, increasingly, leaders need to be socially minded, data-driven, decisive, champions of talent, and disruptors of the traditional notions of leadership, teams, organizations, and work. The alchemy of truly remarkable leadership will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Please subscribe, leave a review, comment, share, and consider supporting the podcast on Patreon even at the producer and sponsorship levels. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.